Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week uh, we take whatever band we're doing, the artist of the week, and we take all their albums, we listen to them, and then we rank them from worst, best, to best, and we give our our biggest bangers from each one of those. Uh, but before we do that, we do our Six Degrees of Tom DeLonge. If you don't know what that is, look at the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, same thing, but with Tom DeLonge and the artist of the week. Uh, my name is Tyler, way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there, Neither is Jeff. Go to Apple Podcasts, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media, at Asinine Radio. Thank you all for listening it's awesome that you do and you keep listening. And if you haven't already, go give us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcast. Please, 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 please go do that. And then, uh, so Jeff, let's, you know, we're done with the intros. They're boring. Let's get into our Six Degrees of Tom DeLonge. What do you got? Go. Okay. I got two. I got, I have two, two. I have two as there you well. Go. Two, two. Um, okay, so let's see here. This is this is a quick one. Mm-hmm. They're both They're both like in theme here. Okay. But Circa, they had, they're both guest vocalists. Okay. Spoilers. Circa had Rachel Minton as a guest vocalist. Um, mm-hmm. She is from Zoloff and the Destroyers. Rock and Roll Destroyers, yeah. Um, Rachel sang on a Motion City soundtrack song from their album, Even, ah. Even If It Kills Me. Mark Hoppus has produced a lot of stuff, including Commit This to Memory, their second album, Mark mm-hmm. to Tom. There you go. Look at that. So my, uh, both of mine involve Anthony Green. They start with Anthony Green because why the hell not, right? He's, he's a cool member of the band. So uh, start with, with Anthony Green, like I said. We go to uh, the Say Anything song, Hangover song, because he was on that song. Uh, also, Say Anything did a song with Tom DeLonge. The only time Tom has ever done anything outside of his bands, he does with Say Anything. And I forgot even the name of that song, but yeah. So there we go. To Tom DeLonge, it's easy. One degree, one degree right there. The shortest I've ever had. So then, what do you got for your other six degrees of Tom DeLonge? So I only have one more. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 And it may be a little familiar, but because uh, okay. you just said it, Circa <laughs> did a song with Jeff Rickley. Jeff Rickley, okay. who's a guy from Thursday. <laughs> He was a guest yeah. vocalist. Um, he actually produced my, my, my Chemical Romance's first album. Really? Did not know that at all. Whoa, that's weird. Very okay. weird, right? Very, yeah. Very like of the scene and crazy to think how big My Chemical Romance blew up and Thursday did not. Not to that extent, yeah. So um, huh. Jeff Rickley also guest vocaled on Sandy Things in defense of the genre. That the the album that it was on um, had fucking so many guest vocalists, including Matt Skiba. Matt Skiba also guest oh. vocalist on that album, not on that same song, but a different song. But like you, I could have just went from Anthony Green to th- the same album with um, the Skeebs and everything, whatever. But that didn't quite coincide yeah. with my with my theme. And then I also could have even went Max to Tom since Tom 
did the song that was you just said, Nibble Nibble, which was about... Is that what, okay, yeah, I yeah, the song, remember the The name. song's called Nibble Nibble, and it's, I, I think, if I remember correctly, it's about like molestation and, and oh. stuff. So I don't know. But it's, it's from their his album called Hebrews, or Say Anything's album called Hebrews. Good album. Okay. I'm struggling yeah. with this. I don't know why I've been like fucking, I feel like I'm, I'm I got like a, a mouthful of cotton balls or something. <laughs> well, I mean, you've only had what? One beer, two beer, two sculpins or what? I've had three sculpins. Oh dude, you're, you're fucking going for they're it like right 4%. now. Shit. No, they're not. They're like 8%. They're not 8%. Let me see this. I think they're eight. Yeah. Seven yeah. and a half maybe. Yeah. Seven. That's okay. Seven. All right. Okay. All right. All right, it's still a little high, but that's okay. Yeah, I got I got myself a Pacifico right now. This is my this is my second beer. So mm. yeah, I was, I was excited. I was excited. So I bought, I bought a sixer, and so uh, I just kept them, kept on coming. I guess I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my last one here. We start with Anthony Green. He was obviously the, say, the singer for Sayosin and once again is the singer for Sayosin. Uh, the guitar player, Justin Shikoski was also in Sayosin at, at, for a long time. Uh, he left Sayosin, joined the used. So he played on the, played with the used for one record, the Canyon. Um, and then we go from the used to Feldy because Feldy is essentially the fifth member of the band. <laughs> and then Feldy to blink, blink to Tom. There you go. Got that one. Got that one. So yeah, that's my, that's my six degrees of Tom DeLong. That's all. That's all I got. And that's all you have too, right? You got yeah. Nothing else? No, that's that's all I got. It's it's kind of interesting that both of ours were very similar, and just I mean, like Anthony Green's from the East Coast, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's interesting to see how close and how small this scene was, like the music world. This scene. That's very true. Yeah. Like from Thursday to Michael Thursday? Romance, and where are Thursday from? Are they from the East Coast too? Thursday band. Beyond, that's how you say Thursday. Beyond, they're from uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey. That's where they're from. So they are East Coast. Oh, they're like Bouncing Souls boys. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. But Bouncing Souls are better. That's the truth. That's not true. What? Nah, just kidding. Yeah, Thursday's yeah, fucking trash. Fucking guys, Bouncing Souls are the best punk that has ever come out of New Jersey. Fact. Better than <laughs> the Misfits. <laughs> just kidding. That's. Uh, I mean, I I do think so. Yes, but. I, I, I see blasphemy. I see the argument okay. for the misfits. Yeah. You see the argument. Yeah. I see it okay, and I so, do not accept. <laughs> let's uh let's get into our album rankings. So Circus Survive have six records. Uh and so we're gonna go from the worst best to the best and give our biggest banger from each of those. So then what do you got, Jeff, for your number six Circus Survive record? Go. All right. So there's their their worst their worst best is dis dissensus. Their fifth album, mm-hmm. 2014. I mm-hmm. man, I, this this listen through was pretty disappointing. I've okay. only listened to, I think three albums by Circa, and so half of these I've never even heard before, and I don't know what I was expecting, but I for sure was not expecting this. And Descensus, <laughs> it's not bad. It's not a bad album. Yeah, it's not terrible, but dude, mm-hmm. it's just another Violent Waves. Like it was just the same fucking album again. They just did it again. Huh. And maybe I was tired. I don't know. But I was bored. I was bored. This was not interesting. <laughs> I could not get behind this at all. Like three songs till the end 
I was I was like putting it on like when the fuck is this album end? It's got to be like two hours long. I just I it was hard to get through just because it was so circa it was so derivative of their best stuff. I've always listened to I've listened to every every one of their records as they've come out, but I've only ever really gone back to two of them over the years. So it was it was an it was a kind of an eye opening kind of an eye opening uh, week for me in Circus Five. Yeah, like I don't, but, I don't, I don't have a favorite song from this because I don't. I'm never going to go back to this. Okay, and I don't so want to say never like, buy it on vinyl. No, even if it was like five dollars, I would never buy this on vinyl. I'm not going to listen Damn. to it. I'm not going to listen to it. But you'll fucking listen to Glory Gaynor over and over again, huh? She's good. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's my six, six best. It's your number six. Okay, so my number six is on Letting Go, their second record. Uh, this one, I even when I first heard it, I never, I could never get into it. I just thought, I just thought it was the, um, it was like the worst parts of Juturna, but just like expanded on. Like there's just nothing happens on this record. It's just every song bleeds into the other, every part bleeds into the other. There's nothing, there's just nothing there. There's just nothing on this record. If I had to pick a song, it would be the first song, Living Together, and that's just because it kind of explosively opens. And then for like the first 10 seconds and then it goes into what Circus Survive does. You know, it's just, there's nothing, there's nothing yeah. memorable on this, this record for me at all. There never has been. I, I think the artwork is fantastic. I think, I think the artwork for every one of the records is fantastic. But yeah, this, this album just is, is a dud. This album is an absolute dud for me. <laughs> yeah. Can't get into it. So yeah, on Letting Go, Damn. second record, number six, okay. that's, that's my number six. So what do you got for number five? On Letting Go. Okay. For for much the same reason. This is the last Circa album that I that I heard until The Amulet, their last album that they put out. The reason I stopped listening to Circa was because of this album. That yeah. was fucking boring. <laughs> it is. Like, again, though, it's not bad. It's not a bad album if you just give it at face value. But, but knowing, yeah, knowing that Juturna came before this is just, this tried, this, this is a Juturna ripoff with none of the magic mm-hmm. there's there's a severe lack of rad bass lines on this album mm-hmm. and this album focuses on anthony way too much and this band focuses on anthony way too much after juturna yeah it's a dud it's a fucking dud agreed totally agree so you have no don't care no bb on this one i i do like the only difference between medicine and poison is the dose that's a very 2000s thing to say that that yeah. phrase and and it, i think it really it's a is. solid drum track <laughs> Like the hi hats sound really, really crisp, but um, is it playlistable? Yeah, eh, no, probably not. Nothing yeah, playlistable. I'm go. On this one. I will say, like they found their their Roger Dean, right? Like they have their dude that does all of the the album artwork for them. Yeah, yeah, and he does and, a great job, dude. It's it's all good. It's all in the same yeah. vein, and you know when you see it, you know who it is. But nothing is the same. Nothing's even similar. It's all super different. But it's in the same world, and mm-hmm. it's it's cool that they found their own Roger Dean. Yeah, very true, very true. But I, we'll we'll get more into him when we on the main episode because I do want to talk about his artwork on Juturna and just in general. So, Roger Dean? No, not Roger Dean. The, uh, what was it? Aseos? I, I was going to wait for you to say his name. I don't know. I, I think it's Aseos Andrews or something. Say like that. Say yeah, Aseos and Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's his name. Yeah. All stupid. <laughs> Okay, so my number five is Violent Waves, their fourth record. 
this one was kind of like this is kind of what on letting go was to Juturna. How much? How do I? How am I going to say this? This is like the the worst part of blue sky noise, but still better than on letting go. Wait, dude, I can't. I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. You just said it. Like this is the extension to blue sky noise. Like on letting go was the extension of Juturna, but Violent Waves is actually a really. But Violent Waves was actually a good record. You know, on letting go is just not good. But this one is really good for the most part. There are a couple times throughout this album where I kind of zone out. I kind of forget that I'm listening to music because it, it does kind of go on a little much and it's kind of just that, that droning circus survive. But there are some bangers like the lottery. This is the one with Jeff Rickley from Thursday on it. Uh, it's, it's a heavier song, some really great guitar lines and Jeff's vocals work really well with, with Anthony's and I don't know. I, I think this is a pretty solid record overall overall like i said a couple couple you know mindless parts is zoning out parts but overall it's it has some good stuff so that's my number five is violent waves their fourth record so okay. then what do you got for number four would you would you give on letting go below a one yeah uh no not a below i'd give it a, i'd give it a one okay solid one so if you don't know out there people listening three is a perfect album two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to one is a bad album but you should give it a shot and zero is a trash fire so, what would you give the your bottom two on letting go uh, and Desensus? Both ones. I think I think Desensus is a solid one. I think I think every Circa album has some merit to it. I think they grow a little bit as a band in different yeah. ways. And I only say that because of the Amulet, which we both haven't even mentioned yet. True. So clearly, yeah. we like the Amulet. So they went from <laughs> Juturna to the Amulet. But in the middle ground is the problem. There's a lot of problems in the middle ground. Yeah, so true. I only give Descensus a one because it leads up. It at least leads up to the amulet. Okay. All right. Um, but my my four my four is Violent Waves. My four is Violent Waves. This is their fourth album. Yes. Um, the first half of this album is is what is where it's at. The first half of this album is solid. It's it's got they're going back to some of the energy and fun that made Circa unique and interesting. But it's it's about the halfway point. I lost. I completely lost interest. Like right right around Phantasmagoria. Mm-hmm. It's and again, it's not a bad album. But if you're gonna throw out excitement and then for the first time have guest vocalists come on and guest musicians come on and help you write songs and be a part of it, to just stop it randomly halfway <laughs> through is weird. Yeah. And it's just. There's no focus on this one. There's no focus, and it's just, it's bizarre. It is, like you said, it is kind of, like, what did you say? It's its it, the it's the On Letting Go's version of Blue Sky Noise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still, but it, but way better than On Letting Go. Much, much better yes. than On Letting Go. Yes. And what I thought was, was I didn't know this about the band at the time, but they, they didn't have a record label, so they self-produced this record, and they self-released it, and then they recorded the entire record in one week. So they wanted to have yeah. like a like a live like a live feeling album, and they did it in a fucking week for a band like this at this like time in this time and age to do a record in one week is pretty fucking wild. Unless you're like oh, in a punk many, band, like layering and effects, and yeah, just all the, the inner workings and the nuance. Like there's just a week, a week. That's it's wild. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> believe it when I read it, and then yeah. to fucking put it out, and then eventually it was it was reissued or re released on Sumerian. Uh, the next record label they were on, but but yeah, I mean that's that's a ballsy move too, self releasing it, it 
and it still sold well. So I mean, it's like good for them that that doing this all themselves and it still sells fairly well. It was it's impressive, very impressive. And an impressive band. Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. You know, like the the, right, so, the producer that that produced that la- the Blue Sky Noise. If you look at his mm-hmm. production credits, he's done he's done a lot of really good stuff. Has he really? What yeah, like a lot of really good stuff. Some stupid shit, like a lot of Tool stuff. Like nobody really likes Tool, but he's done a lot of. <laughs> did like, he actually produce Tool, or did he like mix it or something? I'm pretty sure he produced it. Let's see. Let, let's see what this motherfucker's done. Like, along with Tool, I think he produced Lateralis. The David Botrill. Botrillism. King Crimson. Wow. But, but King like, Crimson in the nineties. But, but like, go down more. He produced Coheed, or at least like mixed it, or, or helped. He was on some soundboard or something for their yeah. Coheed Four. Or we well, uh, did a Muse record. He did a Muse record, a, that Mudvayne record. Weird Godsmack. He stained. <laughs> so I mean, he's he's <laughs> he's done a lot, yeah. Circa. Oh, he did uh, BT Bam too. I don't I don't know that record though. Do you know it? Which one? Parallax. The Parallax. Parallax. I don't think I've heard that record. It came out. It says it came out in 2011. Huh, that's got to be or something. Or oh, record. he did Pumpkins. He did Pumpkins. Look at that. Mm. Stone Sour. Dude, he's done a lot Which Pumpkins did he do? Wh- which one? Which, which, which Pumpkins did he do? Pumpkins. Oshania. Oshania, uh, the one I just bought. Oh, you just, yeah, you just, you just bought yeah. it. Yeah. Damn, that's nice. Wait, wait, I didn't see Coheed. Or did I just gloss over it? I don't know if he produced Kobe, but he was, he definitely. Oh, good Apollo. He was definitely Did there. He? He's a mixer or, or, I don't know, somebody on the on the board. Yeah, it doesn't, say, it doesn't list him as a producer, on, at Chairman least on Wiki. At least on Wiki. Let's see where he, he's not, he's not listed. Oh, he mixed it. He, okay. he helped mix some of it with Andy Wallace, who did The Suffering. But no, he, David oh. Bottrell mixed it. Good Apollo. Thanks. So he mixed the entire album. The only song that he didn't do was one that was mixed by Andy best. Wallace. No, yeah, that's not one of the, one best, of the best. The Suffering is a great song. It's not one of the best on the album. Are you kidding me? Oh, I mean, Welcome Home is the best. Dude, no. One, two, and three. The first three songs are essentially one song. It's fucking 10 minutes of perfection. That is the best. <laughs> fucking guy. Oh, this fucking guy over here. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Oh, dude, I gotta watch. We gotta watch Wedding, Wedding Crashers again. Can I go on to my my three now? Yeah, no, go for it. I was Jeez, I was waiting on you. You please. you're the one who brought this up. Lemon, you squeeze. brought this up. You brought this up, not me. Number three. You ready? Yes, I'm. I'm ready. I'm. I'm ready. What do you got? It's Blue Sky Noise. Blue Sky Noise. Won't you come? <laughs> that was bad. That was really bad. <laughs> Wash away to burn. Blue Sky Noise is good. This is uh, I know. This is the first time I've ever heard this one. I, I think the best way to describe this is just fun. It sounds like they're having fun. It's it's poppy. It's a little more straightforward indie rock, but it's fun. It's lighthearted. It doesn't take itself nearly as seriously as everything else they've ever done. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's fun, which is which is why I thought it was it was interesting. The person that produced it has produced a lot of other bands that take themselves way too seriously. <laughs> and this is the most or the least serious that Circus ever sounded. True. So very, very true. I thought that was interesting. But I, I really enjoyed this record. I thought it was I thought it was good. If I saw this on, on sale for cheap, I'd probably pick it up. Yeah, I see I wouldn't even get this on vinyl. 
I think like I, if there, yeah. 15 or less, I'd probably pick this up because there are some really, okay. really good, like really almost like poppy punk songs. Like there's some good stuff on here, but through the desert alone mm-hmm. or, or through mm-hmm. the dessert alone, I guess the dessert. Yeah, I know it's dessert. Probably dessert. That's my favorite song. Yeah. Uh, like finally, finally a great bass part. And the bass has some like overdrive on it to make it a little more crunchy and interesting. And it's just, it's been so long since we heard like a really good bass driven song and, and we don't really hear it after this anyway. So, yeah. It's, but I mean, yeah, there really isn't, there isn't, re- I don't think there's really anything at post Juturna with a lot of good bass stuff. Even off this, I don't think so. I don't know. I cannot believe dis- Dissensus is so high. That's, the record was so well, boring. Crazy. Well, that's that's kind of wrong. But you are okay. fucking insane. <laughs> All right. That's true. I am. I am. Okay. So that uh, that was your three, right? Yeah, that was your three. So then my three is um, is Dissensus, their fifth record, the one that you're bitching about. So this one, um, it's it's much. It's a bit more aggressive. Uh, and you have a lot of the traditional circus sound, but overall this record is, is, is probably the most diverse record because you have the aggression. You have some quiet songs that you don't really hear outside of Meet Me in Montauk. And I really like that. Like it's, it's kind of, it's kind of interspersed with, with several different styles on this record and it made it more exciting. It didn't make me zone out really like some of the, the other records do. So this is a nice a nice combination of of kind of everything they've done with a little bit of the the quieter more experimental stuff. So that's kind of that's why this one is as high as it is. I I think it, I think this is a solid record through and through. Uh my my biggest banger is Always Begin. It just hits really hard. The drums are loud, everything's aggressive, the guitar has some really really great parts, and then Anthony is being Anthony. He just he just <laughs> does what he does best, you know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just that's what he does and it's very unique to him so yeah this is this is a pretty solid record i being this late in the game and after being just kind of like going through the the motions i was really surprised by this one very surprised by this one i, I really enjoyed it so the census is my number three okay maybe maybe i missed something coming off of uh violent waves but Dude, that album was so fucking boring i, I could not pick anything out from that album that i thought was even enjoyable. <laughs> well, how did you listen to them? Because I pretty much did, I pretty much did the first two on in one sitting, and then I did three and four on another sitting, and then I was kind of like burnt out, so I waited a few days, and then did the census, and so maybe it was that break that was okay with me, and then I took like another day break, and then did the the sixth record. Okay. So I think like it was too much circa within two. It was four records in two days. That's so I feel like yeah, it's a little bit of a burnout for this band. It's a lot of the same. But yeah, exactly. So, so I think that's what it was. I think it was me coming back after being, you know, revitalized, and then getting into dissensus. So okay, I don't know. Who knows? All who right. knows? Well, it's so not top two, two, so I'm not going to go back to it. So I don't care anymore. But uh, <laughs> number two, the Amulet. This is their last album that yeah. came out. This is 2017. Their sixth album. This is uh this isn't like a great album. I'm not here to like say this is fucking Juturna or anything like that, but damn, dude, this was a step up and way more interesting than anything else they've ever done outside of Juturna. Mm. This is like 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 their post hardcore prog stuff that they do, it's here. It's here. Yeah. But they also went back and added a lot of like soundscapes to this. 
And then some of the songs kind of like almost have this new wave electronic feel to it. And I think this is fantastic. Like the opener, dude, it had me hooked immediately. I thought it was mm-hmm. a banger. No, I thought this I thought this album was pretty fucking good. And I know they saw it at Grace Records. I don't remember how much for, how much it goes for. I, I can't imagine it being more than like twenty, twenty five. So I, I would probably I'd probably pick this up. Okay. Because I got some credit there. If I see it there, maybe. But I also could just be saying this because of, of the this is a first and last type of thing. Their first album mm-hmm. is great. And then I don't know if this is really that great or if it's just because I sat through four other records that I just don't really like. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. I don't know, man. It, it was good. It was good. Right, right, rights, rights of investiture. That's my, that's my, I don't know that's if my I favorite song. Call that song. I don't recall. It's got the really heavy intro. It's got like the deep bass. It's distorted. Um, And I just, I haven't heard Anthony scream and yell like this for a long time. Well, he rarely screams in Circa. He he does. He does very, very, very little. It's it's not often at all. Maybe a handful of times. He's a good screamer too. He, He can be. He can be. He's one of those guys that can scream well, but if he holds it just a half a second too long, it's now annoying. Because of his voice, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it's can, okay. it's it's good, man. And like the entire time, the drum track is just—he's going fucking nuts. He's going insane. Doesn't let up. And it's been a long time, also, since we've heard the drummer and Anthony play off each other like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the amulet number two, baby. So the amulet. That's my number two as well. The amulet is my number two, obviously, because I mean you can't beat Juturna. Um, so yeah, this one, I, I think the drumming is probably some of the best drumming he's ever had in this, ever done in this band. I, it's just, it's top notch. It's so proggy. It's so busy. It's just busy, busy, busy. And, but it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't like throw you off. Like it doesn't, it doesn't just make me think he's just wanking. Like he's, he's grooving. There's a lot of groove there, even though he's very busy and it's still, it's still enjoyable. It's very, very enjoyable. And it just adds a lot, a lot of character to this record. And I don't know the the song tunnel vision was one that stood out the most to me and it's his drumming. I, I mean, I can't, I really have nothing bad to say about this record, but everything good about this record is the drummer because he absolutely kills it on every single song. And it, it, it distracts you from everything else because it's so good. So like I want to go, I want to listen to this record more so I can kind of hear more of what, what else is going on outside of the drummer because I was just so taken aback by by his playing on this one. It's just, that, that's pretty much all I got to say about this record because it was too good. Okay. okay so, okay. I, that, yeah, I, that, I that's agree. the emulator I, I thought, for me. I thought like the drumming was, was like the best part of it as well. It's yeah. kind of overall, it was just, it was just like a, it was fun. It was lighthearted, but not like as goofy as Blue Sky Noise could be at mm-hmm. times. And it was a good like throwback to Juturna, but also putting time in between Juturna and this one. And it mm-hmm. was it was it was it was good overall. It was good overall. It was good. You'd, considering what it's what thirteen year difference between Juturna and yeah and this, not bad. I mean, it's they still they they can still put out really good stuff. Well, they put out just two a shame they put stuff. out some. Yeah, it's just a shame they put out some not so good stuff over time but what are you gonna do most bands don't make don't have a perfect career when you when you set the bar so high on your first album then it's it's hard to it's hard to recover yeah yeah that's true (laughs) okay so that's all i got for my rankings do you have anything else or or what 
I do not. That is it for okay. my rankings as well. Okay, so yeah, thank you all for listening. Go to Apple Podcasts. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinai Radio. Thank you all for listening again. And uh, yeah, go listen to the main episode because if you didn't already know, we're getting into Circus Survives debut record, Juturna. So that's it. That's all. Do-do-do.